0: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Welcome to Quran study for non-Muslims where we attempt to understand the teachings of the Holy Book of Islam using an easy to follow approach that caters to non-Muslims or people with little or no previous knowledge of the Quran So if you've been curious about Islam and the book that forms the basis of belief for over a billion people around the world, but never had the time to dig into it, you've come to the right place. Greetings of peace, everyone. This is an introductory episode. I call it episode zero, because we will be providing some basic background information before we dive into the study of the content of the Quran itself in subsequent episodes. So first, let's take a look at the beliefs. What are the beliefs that Muslims hold regarding the Quran? Now, according to Islam, Quran is the actual word of God. And as we'll see from next episode, it is written in first person, as if God is speaking. Quran was revealed to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, over a period of 23 years. Now just as an aside, this salutation of peace be upon him is commonly used by Muslims when mentioning the name of the Prophet, or similar salutations may be used for other Prophets as well. So you'll hear me saying it or using it whenever I say Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Back on the revelation of the Quran, as we get into it, you'll note that some verses relate to events at the time of revelation, while others make up teachings that are meant for all time. Also, you'll note that teachings in the Quran cover all aspects of life for Muslims. Of course, there are central themes that are emphasized more often than others, primary amongst them being the unity of God, and we'll talk more about this as we get into it, But the Quran includes teachings about everything from personal development to marriage and raising a family to even running a state or government. We will be covering all these and more as we discuss the relevant verses. Next, the Quran also forms the fundamental basis of belief for Muslims. There are other sources as well, like the Hadith, which are the sayings of the Prophet and the Sunnah, which refer to his actions. And both of these were recorded by the companions of the Prophet. So there is question about the authenticity of the recorded Hadith or Sunnah, whereas the Qur'an is believed to be the revealed word of God, preserved in its original form, and therefore authentic. All that to say that the Sunnah and the Hadith are sometimes used to clarify certain verses of the Qur'an, but generally speaking, they must be in line with the Qur'an in order to be accepted as authentic. Now, we said that the Quran is believed to be the revealed word of God, preserved through time. And in that regard, it's important to note that two primary means were employed to preserve the verses of the Quran during and after the time of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. One was memorization, and the other was inscription. It is recorded that there were thousands of people during the lifetime of the Prophet who had memorized the full text of the Qur'an. They also, in certain cases, wrote down some verses as well. The Qur'an, in the order that we find it today, was compiled during the time of the third caliphate. So, in consequence, all of the copies of the Qur'an that you find today are identical when it comes to the Arabic text. But the translations may differ, of course. Now, a few words on the structure of the Qur'an. It is divided into chapters and verses. So for example, you typically see references in the form of chapter colon verse. So 2 colon 15 refers to chapter two, verse 15. There are a total of 114 chapters, each with a variable number of verses. A chapter is referred to as surah in Arabic, and the verse is referred to ayah in Arabic. Just some nomenclature. Uh, Some chapters were revealed at Mecca, the birthplace of the Prophet, while others were revealed at Medina, the place that the Prophet and his followers migrated to due due to certain circumstances. And as an aside, I'll mention that this migration known as Hijrah played a significant role in Islamic history because this marks the start of the Islamic calendar. But coming back to the structure of the Quran, Each chapter starts with the verse, In the name of Allah, the gracious, the merciful. Now, some copies of the Quran count this as the first verse, while the others do not. So you may find this one difference when it comes to different copies of the Quran, that the verse numbering may be off by one. I'm just clarifying this because if you happen to look up a certain reference, you just want to keep that in mind. The reference copies of the Quran that we will be using do count this as verse number one. Uh, finally, on the structure, I uh, just want to point out that the first chapter of the Quran holds a special place as it is recited in daily prayers offered five times a day by the Muslims, but we'll discuss this chapter in detail in future episodes. Now, onto the approach that we will be taking to help our understanding. First, we won't be discussing every single verse of the Quran, as some are self-explanatory and so on. But for the verses that we will cover, we will look at different aspects, such as the history of the verse, any significant circumstances surrounding its revelation, the key Arabic words used in the verse and the meanings, and the application of these verses on contemporary issues and so on. And most, if not all, of our discussion points that we will present will come from two main sources that we are using. One is the short commentary of the Quran issued by Islam International Publications, first published in 1969 and then reprinted in 2017. The other one is a five-volume commentary of the Quran, also issued by Islam International Publications, first published in UK in 1988, and then reprinted in 2019. So these serve as our primary references, and I'll put links to both of these in the show notes in case you want to take a look at it, at them yourself. But like I mentioned, our goal is to make these episodes self-contained so that you don't have to do any extra work to get a somewhat comprehensive picture. I say somewhat comprehensive because there is no way to cover all aspects of the meanings of a given verse. There have been chapters written by scholars on just one verse. But the idea here is to get a, you know, somewhat detailed understanding of the verse under discussion. And we may likely use other sources as mentioned earlier, for example, the Hadith or the Sunnah, to support or clarify a particular verse if necessary. Finally, One last thing I want to say about our approach is that we hope that our audience will consist of people from all backgrounds. Some may be atheists who don't believe in God at all. Some may be agnostics who don't ascribe to any particular religion. And some may hold fast to whatever belief or religion they were born into. Whatever your background is and whatever reason you may have for tuning in, we hope that you'll find this journey fulfilling in your own way. And if I was to point out one single most important thing that we hope to get across to the audience during this journey, it is to clarify the concept of God that Quran presents. Now, whether you agree with that picture or concept of God or not, that's your choice. But I hope that as we progress through this journey, you'll at least come to understand from the perspective of the Quran who God is. And that, one may argue, is perhaps the most important question of all time. So that's about it for the introductory episode. From the next episode, we will start with a review of the first verse of the first chapter, which is titled Al-Fatiha. And that is apt for the first chapter since it presents a comprehensive summary of the God that Quran presents. So. That's about it. Thank you and stay safe. Hope you enjoyed today's session and learned something new in the process. Remember, this content is available both in audio format as a podcast and in video format as a YouTube channel. In either case, just search for Quran Study for Non-Muslims. Also, for more information or to get in touch with us, visit our website at qs4nm.com which is short for Quran Study for Non-Muslims.